Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week's Spurs show is brought to you by Silver Blaze, the family-run construction experts specializing in skills and non-skilled labor supply, site logistics, property maintenance, and commercial and residential building contracts. For more details, go to silverblazeconstruction.com and mention the Spurs show. Hello and welcome. Welcome all to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Lots to talk about on tonight's show after the shock horror news. Uh, we are jinxed where well, there's a curse against us. Uh, I came in I, this morning. I was so happy after that Chelsea result against United and it's all turned to shit again. Joining me tonight, making his debut and very kindly, uh, his company sponsoring tonight's show. Kieran O'Duffy joins us. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, Kieran. You're, you're welcome. It's, it's, uh, sorry, it's, it's not on uh, better circumstances, as we say. And then also returning, normally the voice of Doom, probably after this injury, even more Doom. Robert Easton returns. Well, I've been a lot more optimistic lately. Late, well, you, <laughs> you, you set the bar very low mm. to start, really. Mm. But anyway, thank you very much. And also returning, a man that many Spurs fans will know for his wonderful uh, Away Day films. But now, a big, big, big man now in television, commissioning editor at Channel 5. No, I don't talk Aren't about you? my work. Well, don't why not? Talk. Yeah, don't... You know, because people might send me loads of ideas now. I'm embarrassed about that. Don't no. be embarrassed. Be proud. No, but it, ma- Wear it. it, makes, me, it makes me look not like a proper goozer. The football yeah, you're, you, you're, you're one of the most die-hard Spurs fans I've ever met. Yeah, you, I'm, not, I'm not really you a are. geezer. But you are. Anyway, Dan Lowe returns. Nice to see you, Dan. Are you still managed to get home and away? Yeah. I've, I've done like, what, 40-something straight now without wow. missing a single game. Really? Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I never miss a game anymore. Yeah. I miss even less games than I used to when I used to come Amazing. on the show. Yeah. Uh, and I, I weirdly go on my own most of the time now. <laughs> really? I've become that guy, yeah, so yeah. So the people yeah. who went with you just like, you know. They were most, like half of them are dead. Yeah, dead, divorced. Um, and like your mate Tim used to go all the games. Yeah, he, he only goes to a few now. Oh, he doesn't really? He doesn't live in London anymore. So that's ah. a lot of people ask me about why we don't do videos anymore. And for many yeah. reasons. I mean, I would get fired, I think, if I said some of the stuff that um, mm. I... Uh, uh, I used to send the videos, but um, mm. but yeah, Tim only comes to a few away games. He comes to Europe. He's going Leipzig away, right? Uh, but no, he doesn't. He doesn't come to that many of the away games anymore. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, bless yeah. him. God rest his soul. Absolutely. Well, look, we we will obviously talk about Leipzig very very shortly. Um, we are we'll obviously talk about the extraordinary game at the weekend against Aston Villa. But the news that broke today, uh, I mean, it's ironic, Kieran, because I was watching the Chelsea-Man United game yesterday and watching Kante limp off and all these various problems they've got. And then news... I sort of got a text at around this morning going, oh, son is arm. I was like, nothing in the papers. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then about 20 minutes later, it came out. Son is out for the minimum, we reckon, minimum six weeks with a fractured arm. Mourinho today when I'm just discounting for the rest of the season. 
I think it kind of sums up a being a Spurs fan. Yes, obviously. it does. Um, and B, it's, it's just been a weird season, hasn't it? it, it it's you, you think back to Pochettino being in charge, and mm. you think that's a million miles away. And then Mourinho's come in. You don't really know what to think of it. Mm. Um, is he trying to implement his tactics with the wrong personnel? And then we kind of get some sort of momentum going. Get, get, get a. I mean, to be honest, I was sat there the whole first half against Man City at home, thinking, "When are they going to score? They're going to score. They're going to score." And then we mm. go and score two. We keep mm. a clean sheet against them. It's all a bit bizarre. Mm. As I said, this momentum continues, and then we think, "Okay, we want something here." And then, yeah, Son's obviously out today. So um, it's yeah. I it's, mean, it's such a shame, Rob, because I mean, you could argue that Son hasn't been on form, sort of playing wise, but he's putting the ball in the net, and that's all you want from from a striker. Well, his confidence has been up and down. Mm. You know, earlier on in the season, if you felt like any chance he got, he'd put it away. Um, then he just went through that little barren patch. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it feels like the club, the team with Mourinho installed, the, the pressure kind of came off because the expectations are he's taken over halfway through a season and we are struggling, or were struggling, um, in the lower half at mid-table. I, I feel like with all of these things that are happening, even with Son getting injured um, at the weekend, again, it, I think it probably just takes a little bit more pressure off. I, I, the, the expectations are not as great. When I was watching the game last night, Chelsea Man U, mm. you felt the pressure of Lampard and, and, mm. and Mourinho. Um, uh, Solskjaer. Solskjaer. I've got a feeling that Mourinho kind of feels relaxed. And, and when these things are happening, he doesn't feel like he's under pressure. Mm. If anything, it takes even more pressure off him. Mm. Because, you know, what do you expect now? Well, I mean, he turned around today, asked about it, and went, the players are giving me all right. Now, maybe the supporters can help us. He's sort of like, you know, bring your boots well, tomorrow type I mean, thing. I, I, mean, I just went to the bathroom before the podcast. I've noticed you've got a prayer room here. We're turning well, to we're probably going to need it. We're going to need it. We're um, need it. I, I, don't, I, I, I kind of feel that there's been less pressure, and it's probably helped us. I mean, you've been going to all the games recently, mm. Dan, um, and we've I'm beaten now in what seven? Mm. It kind of feels <laughs> like ridiculous. Well, it is, but, but maybe because the pressure isn't on us. I mean, that's kind of someone said to me today, Dan. Talking about just the style of football and the way we're playing. We're playing with like 30% possession. Mm. Just, we're just playing on the counter-attack, bump, bump, whacking the ball up there. Someone said to me, if Tim Sherwood was still coach at Tottenham, playing exactly the same way, there'd be riots. But because it's Mourinho and his reputation, and somehow we are getting through games, Spurs fans are just accepting it. Well, I, I don't know if they are. Like, there's a lot of people who aren't that happy about it but this season is really like the Sherwood season I mean there was mm. a lot of really entertaining games that season mm. there, was a, there was some of the worst defending I've mm. ever seen <laughs> uh, I mean I think that the, that three all game uh, in the end of the Sherwood season where we were 3-0 down against West Brom Adebayo missed a penalty and then we kind of came back eventually won 3 all. but Kirakesh uh, got subbed at half time because he was playing so badly and that's the worst performance I've ever seen in 32 years of going to Tottenham, I think, for Spurs. Really? I, I, I've seen a few I people... I that game out my mind I've entirely. seen a few people who've run us pretty close this season. The defending yeah. this season is mm. beyond inept. Mm. Danny Rose against... Uh, uh, was it Liverpool, I think, where he had yeah. his like, proper sort of... 
you know, the, that was, that's as bad as I've ever seen anyone play. Not as bad as Kirikesh. But this is happening again and again. It, it really reminds me of the, um, the Sherwood season. It's, mm. But it, ultimately, it's quite mad sort of buccaneering football. There's a lot of equalisers. There's a lot of last-minute winners. We don't really deserve to win these games. Mm. And I like it more when we don't deserve to win and do yeah. <laughs> I honestly do. Yeah. Like my girlfriend said to me the other day, like she goes, you, the problem with you is that you don't like winners, but you do like an equaliser. Mm. And she's right. <laughs> I prefer it. I'd be happy if we never won. But I mean, Kieran, I mean, let's look. I mean, you, 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 you lose that. Let, let's go back to the Villa game. Let's start with the Villa game now. A bizarre game of football um, that again, early on, I, I mean, how many times have I said on this show, Hugo Lloris, the sort of dithering on the line, when that cross came in, you know, everyone thought Hugo, even Toby, you could see in his periphery vision, he's kind of seen Hugo move slightly, who's then stopped, and then Toby's caught in no man's land. I mean, you could blame both of them for the error. Yeah. But you're just like, you're playing again a team, you know, fighting for survival. What is it about us just literally giving, handing teams goals for nothing? We, we, we just seem to be under pressure against teams that clearly say want it more is mm. that the right way in saying you know Villa obviously they're, they're in a the scrap aren't they to, mm. to, to stay in the league and I think it's kind of when we play the big teams we're really on it mm. you know and we're f- focused and, and, and we're concentrating whereas that, that's, you've got Toby Alderweireld who's, who's him and Jan have been the stronghold of our defence. You've got Lloris, who's near enough carried the club through at times. Remember, uh, you know, the first half of his Spurs career, oh, he's going to go, he's going to go this transfer, mm, and then yeah, he yeah, stayed, yeah. he stuck with us. And it just seems that it was just a mental block. And again, that probably sums the whole season up, doesn't it? Because mm. that, that ball came in, and you're thinking, Lloris is going to get that, he's going to get that. And as, as the ball was going over the line, I was still thinking he's going to get that. He, oh, he's, he's not going to get that. He's just going to watch that it, you know. go in, isn't the, it? The reason that happened, though, is that it was, even in the corner that we were stuck in, um, it was really windy. Mm. I mean, the wind, the wind so you changed. Think, you think the flight to the ball? 100%. I mean, it came off Ben Davis's leg. Yeah, it as, did take, as, as, did as take he, a deflection. But it then hung in the air because mm. of the wind. I mean, they, Villa had a corner in the uh, first half that just went straight off. It mm. kind of it went out to the corner flag and it kind mm. of came. Yeah, but it went out to the. But I don't think spot. wind was responsible for the battering that we took for twenty minutes. Well, after that, we, we were should have been at least three or four down. We were all over the shop, and it, if that chance went in that Davis blocked, it was a little bit responsible. Mm. I think. I mean, I think we were really disorganised, but like mm. every, Villa had the wind with them in the first half, and mm. um, and Grealish was absolutely tearing them to mm. pieces, and Dyer couldn't win the ball in midfield. Yeah. He played a little bit better as it went on. Mm. But yeah, it seems that when there's like sort of adverse conditions, we've had this several times this season. Tottenham are crap. Mm. Like that Middlesbrough um, replay mm. where we won two one. You know that was the, yeah. that they couldn't we string two bosses together, and that was partly because. Yeah. But to be fair, sorry to go back to what I said at the beginning, but when we do concede, mm. it doesn't. We don't panic. That's what's changed over the last few years. It happens so often. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Just used to it. I know what you mean. Probably, but we we didn't even panic when we were like two 0 down to was it. Yeah. Olympiacos yeah, I mean, two again. I don't ever feel uh, like we're FA panicking. Um, Replay. We seem to build our way back into games. Yeah. I think the philosophy feels like, and I've had this from a coaching point of view myself, you kind of just try and stay in games. Mm. Mourinho's takes you. Mourinho's king of doing, Very trying to stay in games. Yeah. And, you mm. know, Liverpool, Man City, certain games. But, I mean, so we were gold down, and you said they battered us. Then, obviously, down... Toby scored a very good goal, sort of instinctive roof of the net type thing. But we were wasteful. 
Yeah, oh God, we especially Delhi Ali. I mean, Delhi missed some chances. Wind assisted that goal as well, I reckon. <laughs> Do you think so? No, I don't. No, no, that it's one wasn't. But I mean, Delhi. You know, but but for a team that's had lack of uh, percentage of possession, Villa defensively were awful, and we we had a lot of chances. But also bad in midfield as well. I mean, they stepped off us once we sort of got yeah. the ball back and the momentum was gone. Like we had lots of time in the midfield. Yeah. Winks was allowed to do what he wanted. As kind of Dyer got into it, he played better by mm. his standards than he has done in a while. Even the first 15 minutes, mm. he looked like an absolute amateur. Mm. Um, and they, they just give you far too much space and yeah. they push up far too far. So they're yes. really easy to sort of pick apart. Mm. A lot of our counter-attacks the last sort of like five or six games or so have looked really weak. You know, we're supposed mm. to be a counter-attacking team. Mm. But the amount of... Like Southampton in the cup was a good example of like mm. the ball would kind of come into sun and he'd just sort of stop on the halfway line. Yeah. You know, this quick, fast football that we're supposed to be playing, him and Mora were bad at that. Mm. But yet we've now got Bergwijn who can do it all on his mm. own is the closest thing we've had since to Lennon since Lennon mm. left. Yeah, you there's, know. there's some out. He, he is the he is the player yeah. that makes me not worry too much about yeah. the Sun's injury because he's playing in the Sun role. Yeah. He's playing like Sun. Well, the second goal was a case in point. He was yeah. kind of on the shoulder mm. of the defender. It was almost in front of the defender. He was in his own half when the ball was played through, ran through. Didn't kind of appeal for the penalty. I mean, at the time we were together, at the time we went. Penalty, absolute yeah. penalty. Yeah. And then to see the ref literally just not give it and yeah. go nothing, and then obviously be told in his ear, you need to look at that again. It was a blatant penalty, wasn't mm. it? Well, I mean, I was right down the other You're, end, yeah, so, so the who knows? End. I mean, I saw yeah. it on match today when, uh, when I got home, but, um, but yeah, it, it looked like a stonewall penalty at the time. It looked like a bit sort of, a little bit borderline, but I mm. think if you get any sort of touch on someone when they're in full flight like that and it's mm. a goal-scoring opportunity, then yeah, mm. you definitely have to... Um, you definitely have to give a penalty. But I think he's he's got something. And I think these players are now... If you look at, like, under Pochettino, how long it would take players to then get into the team and start playing. It would mm. take, like, a year or so often. Mm. You know, Trippier was terrible for a year. Yeah. Uh, Sissoko took almost two years Absolutely. to suddenly start playing. Um, we don't have that choice at the moment, do they? They're in and they're in. I mean, there's yeah. kind of... But he's getting performances out of them a lot yeah. quicker. And I think, you know, Lo Celso now looks like an absolute like-for-like replacement with... Ericsson when Ericsson was good mm. you know he, he can just pick people out in the box mm. um, and I think there's actually quite a lot to be sort of optimistic about and Ben Davis being back means Ben that, I, I thought Davis did so, yeah. being out so long to play 90 minutes and I don't remember making any errors and what a mess that left back position has been all yeah. season you know it's mm. so easy to take us apart Sessignon's not yeah. great he's, at least he's not great defensively mm. um, you know Danny Rose has been terrible Vertonghen yeah. has been torn to Pace pieces there yeah. every time um, and to think that we've now got a little bit of stability there mm. it makes you think that like you know that team is slowly getting better but um, we're going to have trouble putting the ball in the net but going but, I mean going back to the, the, the second goal Kieran I mean again we noticed with um, the um, Southampton Cup game the the, the, the Hominson run up from a penalty is so frustrating and it, it didn't work. I mean, in fairness, uh, Rayner, who must be 40 something, we must be getting on a bit, played extremely well and we're a bit fortuitous that he got the replay, although, uh, the, 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 you know, put, put it in, the rebound, sorry. I think Son put it exactly where any keeper wants yeah. it to be. Good honest. height for a keeper. Yeah, it's a per- perfect height, perfect, you know, as a keeper, you think, right, you know, the penalty taker is going to go either side mm. and if he hits at that height, the keeper doesn't really, well, mm. he has to move his hand, what, half, half a yard? Mm. Um, with penalties, I mean, there's a big myth, isn't there? Do they, do, do they 
train penalties or not in training, but you'd like to think so. <laughs> you'd hope you'd hope so, wouldn't you? But just yeah. just forget the run up. If you put the ball in the corner with enough pace mm. and the goalkeeper is on his line, he he will not get. To yeah, the I mean, ball. Kane, Kane obviously, Kane, obviously Kane's great. Kane's a wonderful yeah. But I I think you know that's obviously where our problem is as, as you know as well. We lose Kane, we lose that key penalty taker, mm. you know. So, um, you know, it, it's, it was a great, great reaction on yeah. the rebound. And actually, I didn't realise how neat the finish was. It was kind of the outside, outside yeah. of the, the boot and yeah. it tucked un, under Rainer, you know, whether that was yeah. a bit, bit of luck involved or yeah. mental type thing. But you saw Rain and the reaction to the defenders. They, they didn't get, but, I think yeah. it, was only, it was only one Villa defender was, ran was in everyone else just yeah. kind of I think everyone else was this whole this encroachment thing I think people exactly they were too scared to push forward yeah. they were too scared scared to jump in they, they saw the save and thought okay well we saved it we haven't yeah. encroached they're not going to take it oh he scored yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's um, but Rob, oh. what, with, with the game going back to, I mean we'll go to their when in, when 2-1 up you sort of go we should kick on now and then again from nothing another set piece I mean Jose Mourinho is always talked about building teams defensively. And I know he, you know, hasn't had enough transfer. We've had one transfer window. And mm. again, we didn't buy, we certainly didn't buy any forwards. Again, set pieces and stuff, we look so suspect. Well, uh, it's, it's all down to leadership. Mm. It's the bottom line. Um, the keeper is a little bit um, unsure at the moment, mm. I, I think. In, in men- More mentally, for that, for that second goal, yes, I would say than the, than first, the first one. Yeah, mm. um, and Alderweire stated after the game he'd had a baby and he yeah, didn't he, sleep he very well. He came up, put and, his hands up, and said, yeah, "My legs were gone." I mean, today. He was honest about his performance. Yeah, because he did look sleepy. Yeah, Sanchez to me is erratic. You're not sure. Oh, I, I love him. Now. Oh, I like I've him. Totally I mean, I mean, my look, mind about Sanchez. But I've dealt, really I've had Colombian players in my squad in America. <laughs> what are you, you trying to say? You be don't, careful. Well, great. You don't know what you're going to get at times. Right. I mean, they can be extraordinary, brilliant, mm. and then other days you just don't know. I mean, the South you know, American mindset. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it can be erratic. So um, that's how that panned out, wasn't it? I mean, we just went to sleep a little bit. No one took charge. I think I think it's leadership. And at the moment, you know, we just you, you've got to hope that one or two of those players will stand up and, and, and be counted. The question I want to ask is, do you think that the team has belief? I, I, th- I think generally do. I mean, you look at the win, OK, it was an awful defensive error, but Sun finished it brilliantly. I watched it three times. A, the pace... Running with the ball, the control, mm. the opening the body up and scoring. Well, and you know, any you. no matter what sport team you are, what kind of level you are, if you can't use that to build belief within the team, there seems to, to be on, belief, though, doesn't it? I, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they keep coming from behind, and you know, that, yeah. Look at the Southampton Cup game. We were dead and buried at two reason. one at the lane. We're absolutely gone at two one down. Yeah. And we managed to sort of get back in. That Deli Ali came on that night. Yeah. Wonderful to basically well, set up both the other two goals. Well, this is the one thing I will say about Mourinho, particularly compared to Pochettino. I'm not saying Mourinho is a better coach than uh, Pochettino in terms of, like, you know, being a Spurs manager. Mourinho's substitutions mm. almost always work. Again yeah. and yeah. again. It's all, I sometimes think he sets us out crap on purpose mm. and lets the other team just... Muller us for as long as they want <laughs> just so he can make a substitution so he can change the momentum you know again and again and again he's mm. turned players who are starters into super subs mm. you know Delhi when he comes on 
just he's not he's not great as a starter mm. at the moment, but he ruins people when he comes on a sub. Mm. And I think Pochettino was terrible at making substitutions and would only ever make his first sub when the other teams put on three already. Mm. Mourinho brings on one or two subs and straight away it's like he knows exactly how the rest of this game is going to pan out mm. and he's almost always proved correct. And I think that's one of the main reasons we come from behind so much. His, his ability to sort of shift and change the shape of the team and to instill a bit of confidence and a bit of belief. Mm. You know, he's very good I at also that. notice on the side of the pitch that when people make mistakes, he's very encouraging. Yes, we've seen that. Yeah. He must be knackered then because he's got... Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, but he is. He's windmilling around, his arms are waving around. Mm. But I'd notice he give players a round of applause when things don't yeah. come off, you know, and, and... We're certainly seeing a different Mourinho than the one that... Chelsea fans saw. Do you Absolutely. Think, do you think his break from football had an impact on that? I think so. I think he's yeah. had to look. Look, he got, he, reflect, he got sacked yeah. from his last job, mm. for, rightly or wrongly. Uh, he's now gone into another big club back in London. And is the statistic yeah. right that since he's arrived, that only Liverpool have got more points? Um, I think yes. we are in form. I think we're twenty. No, I think, I think you'll find it, it was second. Second we're second now. with yeah. Man City. Yeah, we're joint second, I yeah, think, with second. four. Yeah. I think we were 14th when he took over. Just, and we were 12 points behind Chelsea. We're now one point. <laughs> well, I think that, that, but, but, that shows but, how crap the Premier League is again. I, it does. It does. But again, it's, you know, you can't say we are playing well. Certainly not over 90 minutes. We're playing well in, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But in those 10, 15 minutes, we are scoring one or two goals. But generally, to see a Tottenham team at home as well, having like 33% possession and winning games, it's just <laughs> so hold on. bizarre. Because I've been doing these podcasts a long time with mm. you. Are we honestly sitting here now saying we're doing well, but we don't really know how or why? No, I, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't We haven't really played well doing. over 90 minutes for quite a long time. And I think it's like the, it was the season before the Champions League season, mm. towards the end of then, um, you know, that, that we probably was the last time we played well. And that season we finished second. We would, mm. we would dominate teams for 90 minutes mm. all yeah. the way through. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, there's been a lot more kind of continuity with the sort of erratic football that we had with Pochettino for mm. the previous sort of six months or so. Uh, than there has been with Mourinho. It's not, it's not that dissimilar. Mm. But I've got to say, I was really bored by the final stages of Pochettino's football. We look like we've been figured out. Yeah. But I don't think you can figure out the Mourinho football no. at the moment because it's mad. <laughs> like, it's properly mad. And I, 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 for one, am fairly entertained and I expect it to be bored and angry by this point and I'm, I'm quite liking it. I mean, when, when does it go from saying, oh, we were lucky there, we were lucky there, we got a goal there? When does it stop being luck? And it starts being just the Mourinho well, Hugo effect. Came, Hugo came out today and said, I know, but it's not luck. And he sort of stood up for it. Yeah. You know, so maybe there is some kind of meth in the madness. And I'm, I'm excited to see... I'm excited to, to, you know, have the same discussion in years' time once Mourinho's got the right personnel in, which you think, you think he's a big enough manager to compete with Levy. Now, I'm not... Pochettino's a great coach, but Pochettino didn't come in with Mourinho's ego reputation. and his reputation yeah. and, 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 his, and his demands and trophies. Yeah. So Mourinho can say, look, this is what happens when you back me. Mm. So after a full pre-season, the right signings, his tactics would have been around for six months within the squad and the whole club. It would be exciting then. I think we can mm. really judge him then in a the year to 18 mm. months' time. It's a, strange, it's a strange season. I mean, I think there was a stat last night, wasn't there, that Manchester United had won 
their last few games having had very little possession. Yeah, right, well, 40, yeah, yeah, 30 yeah, yeah, to yeah. 40% possession, mm. but won the games. Yeah. It almost appears now that you don't. Yeah. It, well, maybe, maybe this is the contra to the press, the pressing style, which mm. we can talk about Leipzig because they're going to be pressing mm. us. Um, but this pressing style, maybe this, you know, uh, um, you know, possession, high possession, isn't bearing results for teams. And actually, you sit back, you break, mm. it's and just wait. Look, yeah, but but, but you know, but let's not forget the other problem we've had this season since effectively Mourinho's been there. We've lost our top top striker out, who is the focal point of everything. Even just playing the long ball for him to hold the ball up, mm. that is gone. Well, he's also and, probably the best midfielder in the team. Yeah, because well. he drops mm. back and plays playing passes. And we've also lost our best midfield player, mm. who Sissoko, who could break up play and run strongly with the ball. Mm. We've, we've that's two major things we've and lost. Had, and lost the keeper for a long time. And lost the keeper for a long time. And now we've lost our other sort of talisman striker, who could always pop up with a with a goal. They've all gone. And we've signed a midfielder who weighs 25 stone. Oh, yeah, well, um, and a belly. Yeah, but this is, this, this is a bizarre <laughs> one, isn't it? That's, uh, yeah. you know, clearly he, not fit. He's a signing that's also like losing a player. Yeah. <laughs> a so you're right. I mean, he, he was our star signing, whereas Lacelso came in and, you know, mm. a few people knew about him, whereas it's gone, com- you know, complete reversal yeah. now. Everyone's, you know, Lacelso's a star signing and rightly so. Yeah. And, 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 Dombele just says, you know, I'll come play for five minutes and have a little mm. break for three weeks and then yeah. another five minutes and that's it. It's very, very strange. Well, look, let's, uh, let's discuss the huge game tomorrow at the lane against uh, Red Bull Leipzig after this very short break. And we're back. Uh, welcome back after those messages. Before we uh, continue, just to remind people, next week we have our our Spurs show live event with John Pratt, who was at Spurs from 1965, becoming pro till 1979. You can join us. All you've got to do is become a Spurs show season ticket holder, and you and a mate will get you get two tickets for all our monthly events for literally ten pound a month. It's like five quid each. Always great nights, small intimate nights in uh, London's glittering West End. Go to season.spurshow.net and join us next uh, Tuesday for that one. And for additional uh, Spurs Show content, including a daily Spurs news show, uh, match reports after each game, interviews with ex-players and many different Tottenham documentary, audio documentary series, go to patreon.com slash Show. Right, Robert, tomorrow night uh, we play Red Bull Leipzig. Uh, very, very good team. Quite a new team of sort of, you know, uh, sort of big franchise. Most people in Germany don't like them because of where they've come from. Uh, latest team news is their three normal first-choice centre-backs are all injured, or what, two injured and one suspended. However, they put no one to mark anyway because we go into the tomorrow's night game, obviously, with this ridiculous injuries up front. <clears throat> well... Um, I was just in the States, mm. and one of my coaches there is from Leipzig. Right. Um, you know, he, he, he basically said to me, look, you know, they will, they will press high and they will press hard. Mm. If you can beat the press, then you can, have joy, they'll be, you, know, you can have a certain amount of joy against them, especially if they're going to be weaker at the back. Mm. Mm. Uh, you don't beat the press, then they're going to, they're you know, it'll be hard work. Mm. Um, <clears throat> 
my hunches. I mean, I watched them against Bayern Munich the other day. Mm. And, uh, that was nil nil, wasn't it? It was, but you you know the, you, you can front, see you can see the system. Yeah. Um, like, they're my, a young my, team. My, sense, young team, my sense is tomorrow night. Actually, a nil nil draw won't be a bad result. Mm. I think we've got to think about not conceding. But do you remember, was it last season we played this young, wonderful team in Borussia Dortmund yeah. and we went to that game at Wembley thinking this is going to be tough. Yeah. First half, it was nil-nil. Yeah. Luis had a really good save, mm. I remember, end of the first half. Yeah. Second half was one of our best 45 minutes in yeah, a long we time. We were absolutely sensational. Yeah. I think it'll be tight tomorrow night. I think they will press us hard. I think we're going to have to go long, which is yeah. kind of what we're doing anyway. He likes doing that. Yeah, so mm. that's going to suit us. Mm. I, I, you know, 1 0 would be fabulous. You think so? 0 0 wouldn't be a bad result. I just don't think if we could not concede. <laughs> this is the problem. I know, it? but that, that is the problem because we are conceding. But um, don't, don't you know, 0 0, I'll take it now. Really? Yeah, because, you know, I think we can go over. Dan, who do you think? Obviously, Tanganga didn't play the last game, and obviously, he's been one of our better players. He's obviously going to be better anyway. Well, you know, now that Davis is back, I mean, will Davis play again? Davis had just come back. We've obviously got a massive game we'll, we'll talk about uh, later on this week against Chelsea. What, what do you think Mourinho's going to do with the players he's got available? I think he's still going to stick with Davis, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think Tanganga, if, you know, if you're going to play him, which you should, because he's been absolutely, he's been a revelation. He's been like a new signing. Um, you should be playing him at centre-back mm. um, and rotating him through sort of Sanchez and Alderweireld. Yeah. I think really it depends on does Alderweireld make a mistake because, mm. you know, we talk a lot at the moment about the players who make mistakes. You know, you go to the games and everyone that you sit with I'm sure says this everyone at away games says this everyone goes on about Aurea and he's got a mistake in him Mm -hmm. he gives away penalties but he doesn't give that many goals away and I think Aurea deserves a lot more credit this season I mean he's been one of our better players and actually defensively he's played well people say Sanchez has got a mistake in him but he's made relatively few mistakes and it hasn't kind of really been punished properly for a goal in a while Alderweireld makes mistakes or has balls go over the top of his head, a bit like Michael Dawson used to do when mm. Ledley King wasn't there, all the time. Mm. You know, there's a lot of goals which Toby's directly responsible for. I'm not saying he isn't brilliant, but if he doesn't make a mistake, then I think we won't concede uh, a goal. And I think really the battle's going to be won in the midfield because when Leipzig concede goals, they concede two or three quickly. Right. That's happened a lot this season. Okay. And most German, I've got quite a few friends who are German football fans. Uh-huh. They all think Leipzig are shit oh. and have done, have done since the beginning of the season. But that actually is because all German football fans hate Red Bull Leipzig because right. they're Red Bull Leipzig. Mm. But as the sort of wheels have slightly fallen off them, as they've started to concede goals, they've lost to Frankfurt twice recently. Mm. It happens in the same way. They concede one, two or three goals quite in quite a quick succession. Weirdly, they are quite similar to us. Right. They, they ship them at the back. They score a few. Mm. Um, but it'll be interesting... It, this is a much less scary fixture than it was a couple of months ago, I think. That's interesting. How do you kind of think, think we're going to set up? What do you think we're going to do midfield-wise? Do you think it will be sort of wink? Do you think the will come back? You assume he will start tomorrow. You don't really know Mourinho, do yeah. you? There's been some games you're kind of walking down the road to, you get Instagram mm. up and you have a look at the team and you think, where, where's that come from? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. With the, obviously, do we, you know, as... Rob said, do we, do we go for that draw or try and sneak a 1-0 one, one win? Do we tighten everything up um, you know, without having that release of Son? Do we put Bergwin in there as a release? It's, there's so many different options 
you, it, it's mad that you have a couple of injuries, you're down a few players, but then it opens up more options, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, Mourinho and his team, they would have done their analysis on Red Bull. Um, you know, he was at a game. He yeah. was he was out there, wasn't he, Mourinho? Watching them was it the Bayern game he watched. Yeah. I think it was. So yeah. they, they they would have seen how they play, seen how they do against teams that say have a false nine or no striker or or lump it up top. And I'm sure I'm sure they'll you know they're a lot more qualified than us to come up come up with a with a with a plan. But short of it is, I've no idea. I mean, the crowd tomorrow night down is so important, aren't they? If yeah. we can get you know that crowd as they can be what, what, I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on the new stadium and all that are you a fan or a bit mm. oh really yeah I don't love it to be honest I why, why not I do miss the old one but you know that's not an option anymore but I think where, where are you sitting now where I are sit you? like halfway up the um, the south stand okay um, well actually yeah I mean a bit close to the safe standing I thought I was getting safe standing tickets right and then when I got there I was like oh hang on a minute I'm Clearly not. And I've got a lot of the people from Club 1882 sitting ah, in front of me right. who are very sort of like down in front, kind yeah. of don't, don't really like singing and, and whatnot. So the atmosphere mm. in our bit isn't brilliant. It's right. settled down a fair, fair bit because end of last season it was really bad. There mm. was a lot of kind mm. of like stewards getting sort of brought in mm. to, to settle arguments between mm. fans. Um, and it's basically an American football stadium. You know, it's good. It does work. You can definitely get a drink at half time mm. and the food's not too bad. Mm. Um, but I don't, I don't love it. I don't think it's worth the extra 400 or so they've whacked on my season ticket, to mm. be honest. Um, and the atmosphere is either brilliant or, mm. or nothing at all. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I'm not particularly proud of it, but, you know, it'll do. I mean, the Champions now. League nights, I'm just thinking Man City last season at home was, was tremendous. Yeah. Ajax wasn't because we were we were losing and it didn't really get yeah. didn't get going that the, the team didn't get going either, but you kind of hope playing a sort of young Leipzig team. Oh, I, think, I think it will. I think there'll be. A, I think there will be a good at- atmosphere tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, you know, we do. Um, the support has been a little bit up and down. And I say this as an away fan this season as well. There's been a couple of games this season where even the away support has been kind of dodged. Really, yeah. New Year's Day at Southampton was terrible. It was the worst away support I've sort of known for a long time, and I. Would say that, as but it was great in the cup, though Southampton. Wasn't it was, it? it was, yeah, it was it's, really good. Uh, I've, I've got, I've got a couple of stupid ideas about where people should play tomorrow, which go obviously on, go this is it. based on nothing yeah. at all. But that midfield, you need someone to win the ball. Mm-hmm. Dyer's not going to do it, mm. even though he's meant to. Tanganga, I think Tanganga plays. I, I see he's there. never played in midfield before, but yeah. you know what? Sod it. Let's mm. play him there tomorrow. Um, but I think he reads the game really well. He reminds yeah. me of Ledley King, like a little bit. Who was in midfield for? He played in midfield for a bit, yeah. and when he played yeah. for England, remember yes, those games? Like, right. He was really good as a holding yeah. midfielder. You know, he reads the ball really well. Tangang reminds me reminds me a little bit of Rio Ferdinand. He's kind of he's able to just glide around, and he can, seems to sort of always know mm. where the ball's going. Doesn't put his foot in when the ball isn't there to be won. So I wonder whether we can kind of cultivate him there at some point as an emergency mm. holding midfield player. Play Delhi up front. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Delhi was obviously getting forward much more, I thought, against Villa. Yeah, it was terrible in front um, of and, and was just really, you know, was, was missing very, very good chances. But he's, really, uh, he's really good in the six-yard box normally. When he doesn't have to think about it. Yeah. He's and, an instinctive player, isn't he? When he has time. And his flicks and sort of tricks and, you know, he, he loves a flick. He loves mm. the outside of his own boot. But yeah. if he can flick on to, um, to Mora, who's playing a lot better now that he's, mm. he's playing further back, 
uh, and onto Bergwijn, then I think you know he'll be able to exploit a lot of space. We've got no one else to play there unless you're going to play Parrot. I, th- I think just play Delhi mm. as a sort of I mean, the only other player in coming who was training almost. today is, you could probably see Lamella maybe not starting tomorrow, but certainly coming on. Well, where, where do you stand, Kieran, with, with, with Eric Dyer? Because obviously he's had his injury problems. There's talk about if he doesn't sign a new contract at the end of the season, he's 26, they'll move him on. He just doesn't... Do you think he's still probably his best position is still centre-half? Well, it's weird because we signed him as a right-back, I'm mm, pretty that's sure, right. from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Sporting. And then he, uh, he started off well with his two goals so, against was was it West, West Ham we away the as well. And then, Ham, and then yeah. the first home game, he, he got a goal there. Um, but then we kind of... He slowly moved into that midfield position that we knew him. So the, Which the, he the said last, is not his favourite position. The last season of White Hot Lane, he was unbelievable. If you look mm. at his Premier League stats, he was first or second for... Um, you know, breaking play up yeah. and everything like that. But he he seems... The problem with him is my my seat's right behind the goal in the south stand. And against Chelsea in that, in that, in that first awful, half... Awful performance. You could see him, and we were trying to play out, play out the back. He, he would get the ball. He would not look up once. Mm. He just looked back. Mm. So we can't play him there. He's not... He, he does a job at centre-back, to be fair, but there's better centre-backs you can get. So he yeah, seems a bit lost between yeah. stools, though, isn't he? Yeah, but I he? think Mourinho likes a presence. Mm. Um, you know, he likes big players as well, which we don't have a lot of. Um, and I think the way that Mourinho likes to play, and a lot of coaches are like this, they like to try and force pl- teams to play down a certain area or mm. down a certain channel or in a certain place. And I think he likes Dyer in there because teams tend to want to play around him, mm. not through him. Mm. Um, so I do think Dyer will start tomorrow. Mm. Um, I think he likes Dyer, and I think for that reason, that's why I think he likes him. I think the changes in it, he's playing out now, it seems very clear. Now he gets it and just quickly gives it to Winks. Mm. Like he doesn't hang around now, he just mm. gets it, gives it straight to Winks or someone quickly. Um, so he's, he's not labouring on the ball. Um, no, I think he'll. I think he'll keep things extremely tight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'd be amazed if he t- took a gamble and started playing. You know, uh, um, trying something new. I What's your prediction, it. Rob? Give us a prediction. Nil, 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 nil. Dan, uh, I've got a funny feeling we might sneak it. We, might, I think we might win one or two nil. That's based on nothing. I mean, we're terrible. How can we win? But yeah, we probably will. <laughs> Kieran? Optimistic, we're in a nick of 1-0 win. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it'll be 1-0. I think it'll be 1-0. Um, Kieran, this is your first uh, Spurs show. Do you remember the first game you went to? Um, I was six months old. Wow. I was a baby. No way. So, so you have yeah. no recollection of so, it whatsoever. So basically, I was born and in a hospital. At, no, actually, before I was born, there was a Spurs toy in my cot in hospital. <laughs> so my mum and dad both support the Spurs even before, before they met. Wow, nice. So we are, we are a big Spurs family. Wow. Yeah. What was the first game you remember going to? Um, I well, you always remember bad things as a human. Yeah, don't Spurs, you? They, well, kind of many of the Spurs. So, man, yes. <laughs> um, obviously, I I, I, mean, I, I had I, I first got my season ticket when I was a toddler. So um, the, the first one I really remember, I was about seven years old, and I had my blue THFC gloves on, mm-hmm. and we lost four 0 at home to Chelsea. Oh God! And I remember being in the ground. What year was that? You remember? I can't remember. Four 0 at home. But I remember walking down the high road back to Seven Sisters 
and all the sh- shoppers, uh, sorry, the shop sh- shutters were coming down. I said to my dad, I said, why, why are they doing that? And he said, oh, just, uh, we'll just carry on walking to the station. And then I kind of worked out a few years later, you know, there would have been all stuff going on. It kick uh, off, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, funny you mentioned Chelsea because we will be back uh, on Friday um, previewing that game. Uh, so for now, Dan, Rob and Kieran, thank you very, very much. We'll see you, you uh, later on this week. Until the next time, come on, you Spurs. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.